This is Gina J, and you're listening to the Chasing Dreams podcast with Amy J. Hi there. My name is Amy J. Before we get on with the show, I wanted to explain a few things. Some of the initial episodes of Chasing Dreams was originally part of my other show, Amy J Live, over at amyj21.com. Because of that, this episode you're listening to right now may mention a different episode number, and you may hear reference to Amy J Live. Don't let that confuse you. This is episode number one of Chasing Dreams. And now, on with the show. Welcome to Chasing Dreams Podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Hello, this is Amy J. Live coming to you with episode number six, and today we are talking about running, the who, what, where, why, when, hows of running. And to help me bring that to you, my little sister Gina J is joining me in the studio today. And we're going to just talk about it and kind of answer some questions, hopefully, that you may have had. I know these are some questions I had when I first started doing it, and hopefully it'll help you out. Today is a snow day, and it's very exciting, not only because it's filled with white beautifulness outside, but I have a snow day as well, and so does my sister Gina J, who is with me today. Um, so that means that we get to do a special podcast of just us, and we're, we're excited about it. Um, this is Gina's first podcast, so she's excited also. Hello! <laughs> Gina just started her, her first job, and so it's also exciting because her first job just started, and already she has a snow day, so I'm not sure where the fairness is in that. It's okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I'm sure you're not complaining about it. Definitely not complaining. <laughs> but shout out to all those who are unfortunately still have to go into work, especially um, the city employees, uh, my friends down at the courthouse who the courthouse didn't close. Uh, drive safe. It's crazy out there. Um, and most importantly, here's a PSA, public service announcement. And I'm sure Gina can agree because she's been on the roads when it's been snow out there. Clean off your car. I mean, you just clean off the top, clean off the hood, clean off the, the, the trunk, if you have a trunk area, because it's dangerous. Very dangerous. I mean, you just, you have to do it because, okay, so here's what happened. It's story time. A few years ago, I was driving my first car. Uh, Black Camry 2000, very exciting, Blackbird, um, and we were at a red light. I was in the leftmost lane trying to go left, of course, waiting, and it was snow and had been coming down, and this red van, and this is how crazy it was, I didn't get a license plate, but this red van had not cleared off the top of its top, and it flew by, went through the yellow light, and the snow flew off and hit my car. And I was like, what just happened? I didn't even realize what was happening uh, because the car shook. And I was like, what? What's going on? And I look up and this van is flying through the light. 
And then I'm waiting, I'm waiting. I didn't get out of the car to check then, but I did pull over and I looked and there's a dent in the side of my car. Oh no. It's ridiculous. There was a dent. And and Gina knows I was devastated. I was so mad. Now my car at that point was probably 11, 10, 11 years old or something like that. So it's seen its age, but it doesn't mean it has to be disrespected like that. Right. When sheets of snow go flying off on the highway, it's dangerous. So please do everyone and yourself a favor and clean off your car. Especially clean off the car so it doesn't fall in front of you. You know, if you brake suddenly, that snow is going to fall in front of your windshield. And then you're not going to be able to see and you could cause an accident. Have a safe snow day. Yes, have a safe snow day. Those on the East Coast, snow is going to be going, I think, to mid-afternoon. So um, stay in if you don't have to go. And if you have to go, be safe. That's pretty much all I have to say about that. And the podcast is done. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the shortest podcast. What what was that, like four minutes or something? Yes. Oh, yeah. So there'd be like a a three, four-minute podcast. You guys would love that. But that is not what we're doing today. I roped Gina in under the guise of talking about snow and then told her, Gina, I want to talk about running. What? I love running. Gina is not a, um, she's not a professional athlete or a runner. Don't be offended by that. How dare you? (laughs) Don't be offended by that. You would say that too if I hadn't said it first. You would have. I wouldn't say that. I would not. (laughs) You would have yelled at me like, why would you say that? I am a wannabe. She's a wannabe runner. And so anytime I tell Gina, man, you are amazing at running. I don't believe it. Right. I don't take compliments well. I'm just saying. She she can run. She's been running since when? How long have you been running? Since since I was a kid. But no. <laughs> okay, yes. Just kidding. <laughs> I started running in 2003. Right. And so this is 2013 now. Okay, that's 10 years. And now I'm not... I mean, have you been running every year consistently? Like Probably that? not consistently, but I try to do... I try to do at least one or two 5Ks a year. Okay, and, and and that's that's still pretty impressive. A five k for those who don't know uh, is what three three point three point one miles three point one miles. And, and now get that point one in, <laughs> you got to respect the point one because that is something. And if you're a runner, you understand you got to respect the point one. Three point one miles. That's twice a year. That's still pretty impressive. Gina was in college at the time she started running. So what made you start running though? So, back in 2003, I was in undergrad at UMBC, and my roommate, Ashna, she ran the Baltimore Marathon, and she was a big runner, so she had run all her life, and so a bunch of us went, and we decided to go down to downtown Baltimore and watch her in her, in the race, and we went to, like, and so a a marathon is 26 26.2 miles so we would meet her at different checkpoints and cheer her on and I just remember seeing her at the finish line and she was she looked amazing I mean she was exhausted exhausted but but she just looked amazing and in my head I was thinking I want to do something like that I didn't didn't want to do a marathon but I wanted to start running 
and it, it was actually kind of inspiring when you're when you're inspiring. in that environment and you see all these people are running and it's and a baltimore marathon is more than just the marathon right there's a lot more people things going on oh yeah what do you mean <laughs> there's, there's a half marathon oh right yes there's a, a, a right a relay yes it was the baltimore running festival so at the baltimore running festival it's usually in october and it's in baltimore city and they have the baltimore half marathon the baltimore marathon they have a relay which you can do with four people and so it's you would run, so run I, about I, six to seven miles per per leg, and then you would have the five k. So, wait, wait, so for the relay, twenty six point two miles is covered by four different people. Correct. And so, like, you would run six miles, I would run six miles, Correct. and someone else would do what someone else would do. Right. Okay. So it's it's the whole environment is very inspiring, and it's people of all ages. So you would see, you know, young people, older people. People who of all athletic abilities, so teenagers, teenage. Uh, I think, yeah, I'm sure there were teenagers there. Uh, I think there's an age limit, but there, I think there were teenagers. But yes, and you know, teenagers are more fit than most people, so it was just inspiring. And in my head, I was thinking, I want to do something like that, and that's when I just started running. And that summer, I had I was in Connecticut for an internship, and I decided. There was nothing really to do where I was, so in the evenings I would just go running, and I'd start out going out for five minutes, and then I would come home because I couldn't last. It was just so <laughs> painful, and I then next day would go for six minutes, and then seven minutes, and eventually I build up to about eighteen minutes, um, and it was it was a great feeling. And when I came back to school after that summer. Uh, I used to run with my roommate and a friend of ours, and we would just go around the UMBC loop. And if you're from UMBC, you guys know what I'm talking about. But it was about a two-mile loop. And then I ran my first 5K, which was the, uh, it was the, oh my gosh, I forgot. Oh, the Race for the Cure in Baltimore City. And it is the Susan uh, G. Komen race. And it is probably one of the most motivating races I've ever done in my life. And it was one of the most fun races. So, and that's when I just started running, and it became an everyday thing. I would run on the road, I'd run on the treadmill, it was great. I mean, G- Gina ran at that point in time. I mean, she she would do it however, and she got better and better. Um, but I was never running for speed. My goal was always just to finish. I was not looking for a certain time, I just wanted to see if I could make it to the finish line. <laughs> I mean, that's that's always a nice goal is to be able to just say you finished um, a race. And she had done that probably for a while. And I never really got into it. I was not running. I was not into it. Uh, God bless all those who are runners and, you know, put themselves out there like that and train the way they train. And I was very impressed with all of that. And And I think Gina got us to do... A couple 5Ks or so. Yeah, I used to always ask everybody around me if they wanted to run or if they wanted to come and just run at our local park. And so for a while, my sisters and a couple of our cousins and friends, we used to go in the mornings to the park and we would run together just around um, the the like little loop path that they had there. And we started doing... Um, the turkey trots and Thanksgiving and it was just it was a lot of fun I just love that feeling when you when you finish I mean it was a different story when you're going up hills but 
overall, it was a good feeling. I mean, I, you definitely have to um, pace yourself and and run for you. Don't try to match someone else um, with that. But in, in all fairness, I I don't have the legs or feet for running. I injured myself in like 2003 or so um, doing something stupid and crazy, but at, at the time made sense. But I, I have um, feet issues because of that. So for me, running is actually kind of difficult. And so if you ever have an issue, you should always see a physical, a PT, a physical therapist, get it checked out, take care of yourself for that. Um, but I, I always saw myself as um, kind of limited because of that. But I wanted to run. And I think, what was it? When did we, um, was it two years ago? Three years ago when we started the um, train with uh, feet first or? Oh, right. Feet? It was about two years ago. Two years ago. So two years ago, um, you know, I got tired of it because I could never really run straight and just n- not. So w- Gina had um, found this place w- w- in um, Ricerstown, Maryland, Fleet Feet. Um, they had this running program and they did this um, program and it was basically a run walk meaning you run for a little bit and then you walk for a little bit. You run for a little bit and you walk for a little bit. And I was usually told I couldn't just run, run. So I thought, well, no, why don't I try this? And so I signed up. Gina joined me as support. And we just trained. And they had some fantastic coaches there. And, you know, this is the one here. And there's others in Maryland. And there's plenty all across the U.S., um, you could find it probably on like what uh, active.com maybe. Or- right. And that's the thing about running. Uh, you don't have to, when I say I'm, I like to say I'm a runner, it doesn't mean that I go out and run 10 miles all at once. You know, you ha- kind of have to listen to your body. And I think a lot of people are sometimes thinking, well, how do I just go out and run? And I think it's one of those things where you just have to go out and do it. Um, I wasn't able to run one mile on my first time. Sometimes I still have problems running one mile. It's just, it gets tiring. I think it's a matter of, I think it's a matter of heart. And if you just lace up your running shoes and go out and do it, I think, I think you kind of learn how to run, what the best form is for you and how much you can handle. Um, and I think what Amy was saying about interval running, which is when you, for example, you could run run one minute, walk one minute, run one minute, walk one minute. I think that's just as good as running the whole time. Uh, at the end, you're still going to make it to the same finish line. So, and and I think that's key is Gina was able to like run on her own. And there's so many things online, uh, YouTube, um, and or you could books. You could just do it yourself. Uh, me personally, because of um, my injuries, it was easier for me to train with someone, with a running coach and with a group. And I I, I did better with that. And not to say you need it, because sometimes there are fees and sometimes there aren't, depending on where you go. If you join a running club, um, you can find these things. Uh, for me, I needed a running club or something like that. Gina was able to do it on her own. Both of us, though, love running. We... I, I never thought I'd ever say that, honestly. I didn't think I'd ever say. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. I enjoy running. Um, We were able to do that. So we started that two years ago. And then last year, um, 2012, for my birthday, I wanted to run a half marathon. And I think I surprised yourself, myself, but I think I also surprised um, our other sister, Jamie J., 
with the fact that I wanted to do a half marathon. Jamie also um, is of my mindset. You know, we, we're not really runners. But I said, because Jamie and I are twins. We share a birthday. And I said, I want to do this for our birthday. And Jamie was one of Jamie is one of those people who she used to say she would only run if somebody was chasing her. <laughs> so she just didn't want to run. But she was a trooper because Jamie also she she used to come with us when yeah. we used to go to the park and run. And I mean, no matter what, it's a good way of exercising. She she did it and she trained for it. We we all trained for it. We trained for like four months. Our cousin Asha, um, she joined us. God bless her. She she trained with us. Our other cousin trained as well. Um, uh, unfortunately, wasn't able to join us for the actual run itself, but trained with us. We had a great time. It was different. I we finished. We finished in a very good. I, I for me being injured, doing a run walk, three hours twenty minutes. I'm happy. That's great. I mean, when you're running, you kind of have to look at what your goal is. If you're looking to make a certain time, then that's great. I think that's there are plenty of people out there. But if you're also just looking to finish, then three hours twenty minutes is wonderful. If you I, finished in an hour, that's amazing. It works for me because my my goal. You know, you should always have a goal for yourself, whatever it is, if it's a certain pace, if it's a certain um, distance, if it's a certain time. For me, mine was I need to finish before everyone else and before they start cleaning up up, (laughs) and um, under four hours would be great. And so um, and you did it and I did it. I did it. It was kudos to me and all those who were actually there because it was really cool. Everyone is so supportive. You will not you will not find more supportive people than people who run. Runners are nice people. Runners are fantastic motivators. Yes. Just they're just hands down. They don't want to see you fail. They want you to do what you're doing. Yes, definitely. I mean, and if even if a runner isn't running with you but sees you, they're very encouraging. And chances are if you see someone and they're rooting for you as they're walking by, they might be a runner. Probably. Oh, yeah. I mean, I see people, even in this cold weather, there's probably someone, run, someone running outside. Not me. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> no, I won't do it. It's snowing. Today's a treadmill kind of day. <laughs> it's, it just seems kind of dangerous to be doing that. But, but kudos to you, those who do it. The point is, run. Running is um, a feasible thing for anybody in any condition. Listen, if I can run, and seriously, I, my, my feet injuries, I'm not supposed to run. If I can do it, you can do it. I would say, yes. or caveat that with, mm-hmm. talk to your doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah, please. Or your physical trainer or whoever, whomever, whoever, whomever, and talk to them before you start running. Because if you do have an injury or if you feel like you have an injury, it is possible that running can make it worse. So, yes, anybody can definitely run, but you have to do it. Be smart about it, I guess. And prepare yourself. As with all things exercise related. Yes. Get your doctor's permission first. Um, although I will say, if you're looking for something motivating, um, one motivating thing was um, this YouTube video called Ben Does Life. I think that's what it's called. And this, this gentleman, Ben, he started off slowly. He started running slowly. He did like, t- I think, 10 minutes 
one day and then the next day he did uh, 10 minutes again until he could get to 15 and then he built it and built it and built it. It's a great YouTube video. The link will be in the post um, on the website. You can check it out. And it's very motivating to see how far he's come. He not only began running, he was initially uh, obese. Don't know technically if he's still obese. He doesn't look it. He looks very healthy. He's lost, lost a lot of weight, significant amount of weight. And this is through hard work, dedication, and just, it's really motivating. You definitely have to, should check the video out to see what he's done. And he's turned his life around with this. And he got his family uh, into running with him, which is actually really cool. And in a sense, Gina got me and Jamie to start running. It kind of became a family thing in that sense. And we started running, like, we just did uh, the Jingle Bell Marathon, uh, not Marathon. Oh, my. <laughs> that would have been a lot. The Jingle Bell Run uh, a few days ago, which was a lot of fun. It was a 5K. It was a 5K, but you have uh, Jingle Bells on your shoes or something, and everyone was dressed up. Everyone was dressed up in, the Jingle Bell Run is, uh, it's... I think sponsored by the Arthritis Foundation. So all proceeds go to the Arthritis Foundation. And it was great because you've probably heard of the Jingle Bell Run, or if you haven't, uh, they give out Jingle Bells to everybody. So you can tie them on your shoes, you can tie them around your neck. And so when you're running, it kind of sounds like Sa- Santa's sleigh ride is coming. And it's 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 really motivating. It's a lot of fun. And people dress up like Santa. They sa- dress up like reindeers. They dress up like elves. And that's the thing about running. I think nowadays... There's a lot of races that are themed races. So they have the um, color runs and the uh, glow-in-the-dark runs. And that's the nice thing. You know, running should be fun. Uh, it shouldn't be kind of, I guess... Torture? Torture. It Which shouldn't at be times it is, but at the push, end... Push you, through. Yeah, push through. You, you feel good at the end. So we, we kind of talked about the things that you should probably have when you run please don't run in and this is a hard learned life lesson do not run in timberland boots don't do it (laughs) are you speaking Uh, (laughs) off of experience (laughs) i may have injured my feet because i ran in timberland boots and i say this not because it's it's funny it's quite painful um But I got tendonitis because of this. And this story is, is, it wasn't because I was trying to be dumb or anything like that. Hmm. It was a dumb thing. All right. All right. It was a (laughs) dumb thing. But at the time, I was a counselor for a group of students who had to be somewhere by a certain time and they weren't going to make it. It was for the children. It was for the children. (laughs) They wouldn't have made it unless they ran across campus. Okay, and the thing is, they could not, a counselor had to be with them at all times, at least in going to class and things like that. And I was head counselor and we were at lunch and they were trying to get there. And I thought it would be nice to allow my other counselors to finish their lunch. And I said I would go with them. You know, it's, it's what happened. And I sacrificed myself and ran with them. And so what happened was I got, we got, we, and they got there on time. Okay. So even in Timberland Boots, I could run, but I was limping by the end of it. And that was not fun. I 
Do not recommend anyone run in Timberland boots. Amy J. So selfless. Yeah, I know. So for the people. I, I do it all for the kids. For the children. <laughs> yes. Well, 10 years later, I'm still um, feeling the effects of it. So the point is, don't do that. But also, at the same time, I would say, once you start running, there are a couple things I feel like people should do. And yes. one of them is buy good running shoes. That it is. As in... Don't you might not want to go to your local running your sorry, like sports authority or any of those types of stores and just buy shoes by yourself. I would say go to an actual running store and get fitted for shoes and you will thank yourself. They will. What they do is when you go, I'll just say this really quickly. When you go to a running store, they will watch you run. They will measure your feet properly. They will look at your feet and they will also see how you run so that they can then choose the right shoe for you. And these are people who have had years of experience. Um, and it will just be, it'll be a fun experience for you as well. And it's just, they will probably give you running shoes that might be a half size big for you. But in the end, it's just, it'll make a big difference. In fairness, okay, in full disclosure, yes, running shoes may seem more pricey. However, think of it as an investment. Okay, because the rule, I believe, is every, every... About every 500 miles, I believe. Yeah, or six months or something like that. You should be changing your running shoes. And you should. Okay, what you put on your feet and when you run is... Think of it as having the proper equipment. It's just like how you should have a helmet when you play football, how you need a helmet when you're batting in baseball. There are things that you just need to have, and right shoes is one of them. And... You will feel the difference rather than going to your local target and getting shoes um, that aren't right, may not support you where that needs to go to. the And there are so many sites online that have local stores, uh, Charm City Run, Fleet Feet, Feet First, um, or just even go to runnersworld.com. They have a list of places. They have a list of places. And then you can also just look up what type of gear you should get. Once you start getting into running, you don't need all of this when you go on your first run. Don't think that you have to have every single piece of equipment just to get out and run. If anything, just go out and run. Type, you know, <laughs> just do it. So, well, where and the road isn't the only place you can run. I mean, you can run on the road. There are rules to the road. You know, don't run in the middle of the road. Um, but you can run on um, parks. Right. I think the best places to run are places that are safe, first most. I mean, first of all, that's the most important thing. Uh, you can always Google what are um, road running etiquette and how you, sh you should always face cars when you run, meaning not facing cars. Run against on, traffic. Run against traffic. Yes. Sorry. That came off wrong. Um, run against traffic. And then, but if you don't feel comfortable doing that, go to your local park, go to your local gym and run on the treadmill. I think both are really good options. Those are, those are things to do. And, and what, from what Gina was saying, um, there are, there are rules to running. So, I mean, unspoken rules i guess things that you probably should do one uh stay to your right when you run you know if there's someone ahead of you and you're running faster than them then you say uh something like on your left or something like that and go around them of course right you know don't 
don't And just- if you're listening to music, which is totally fine because I always listen to music, mm-hmm. make sure that it's just soft enough that you can you know what's going on around you. Be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, don't let the music overwhelm. You need to be able to hear someone say on the left or honk or wherever you're running do something. So keep that kind of stuff in mind. Um, and don't don't if you're running in a group, please try to keep it to two people um, across. Don't run where you take up the whole trail because that's just rude. Right. There are people running on the other side. Share. Share the share the road. Share the trail. Be nice about it. Um, those those are very, very important things. And you know what? However much however long you run, that's fine. If you can only run five minutes, good for you. Good for you for getting up and running because that's five more minutes than the person sitting on the couch ran. True. It really is. Yeah. And if you do five minutes today and you do five minutes tomorrow and then the next day you do six minutes, that's six minutes. I mean, running isn't something that happens overnight where you become a running sensation. Like all things, it takes work. So hopefully hopefully you guys will um, put some effort into that. Now, typically, the ideal numbers, these are things that, that people seem to want to know. Ideal numbers, um, what's your goal? For a mile, what would you like to run? You mean uh, how long would I like? How to how fast me? would you like one mile to be? In my perfect world, and when I dream, <laughs> I would love to be an eight and a half to nine minute mile. My reality is more of a ten minute mile, which is really good. It's still really good if you. I think ideally, you know, if you're trying out for the FBI, I don't know what the military is, um, but if you try out for the FBI, I think they want something around a 12-minute mile. So, oh. hey, you should try out for the FBI, maybe. No? No. They, they don't? I like what I do. <laughs> you like what you do? I like what I do. <laughs> well, you could, though. That's the point. Right. And so There are options. Um, most people measure things around a mile and how fast you run a mile. And so, nine minutes. 10 minute some people i've seen people run six minute miles right we have we know people i mean there are people out there that are running four minute miles five minute miles crazy times crazy times but if you can only do a 17 20 minute mile or something like that it's still great you're still doing a mile there is no shame in your game okay at least you're doing it at least you're doing it so don't let that stop you because you're making moves you're making more moves than other people and i'm for one, I'm proud of you for that, and I hope you keep it up. And so, um, I guess we talked about the why, we talked about the how. What about when? The best time to run? Anytime. It's always a good time to run. Now, I would say if you're running at night... Uh, wear a reflector yeah, vest. Wear something that... will. Anything that, for example, your shoes sometimes have those reflectors on it, or you can have a flashlight... Some people run with a the uh, headlamp against their head, yeah, or a jacket with reflectors on it. But you need cars and people need to be able to see you some way, shape, or form. So have reflectors. Take proper precautions. Don't just be a a, a goofball and run in black clothes. Don't do that at night. Right, run in bright colors. There's no if you got neon, wear neon. Just be safe about it yeah. and. Any time really is a good time to run. Some people will run in rain. 
Like I said, some people are running now in snow. And it's cold weather, it, it's fine. What do you do in cold weather when you run? So, if you're running outside, there is a rule or an unspoken rule or guidelines, I guess, that you should dress for the weather so that it's 10 degrees above what the weather is. So, for example, if it's 50 degrees outside now, then you should dress for 60 degrees because your body's going to start to heat up when you start running. So... What I like to do, and you can look up online for different guidelines of what to wear. When it's, for example, at the Jingle Bell Run, it was 30 degrees. So I was dressing for about 40 degrees. I wore two pairs of running tights and I had on, I had on running socks. Uh, and running socks are different than regular cotton socks uh, because they are part of that group of types of fabrics that wick away sweat. And I had on three layers, a tank top, a short sleeve running shirt, a long sleeve running shirt, and a hoodie. But my hood, all three of those were, and you know, I built up to this stuff. I didn't go out and buy all of this stuff. But um, they were all sweat wicking clothes, but also, I guess, whatever fabric that Under Armour and Champion and all of those companies use therefore keeping in and insulating the heat because it's so cold outside i mean the point and gloves yes and uh (laughs) and (laughs) a headband that covered my ears i get very cold very fast you you have to do whatever's best for you I, i will say this the key to wearing proper clothes avoid cotton one of our running groups had a saying, and it was, cotton is rotten and should be forgotten. <laughs> and it's true. And it's because it, it's it's not good when you're running and sweating. And the reason being is, I mean, we all have cotton shirts, and there are many days where I still run in my T-shirts because I don't own a lot of fancy fabrics. But the reason is they people don't want you to run in cotton is because when you sweat, the shirt absorbs all of that and it just gets heavier. So it's not, it's, it becomes a bit cumbersome when you're running with that added weight. So avoid that. I mean, if you ever go into a running store, you'll see all the different things that they have. I mean, not just clothes, but uh, accessories. There's um, belts that you can keep stuff in. There's headgear that you can have, shell packs if you're doing long runs. Look into it. I mean, everything we're saying is just basic stuff. We're not we're not experts, anything like that. We're wannabe runners who enjoy it yes. now. Um, but it's definitely something. There's so many things. Runner, runners World, Active.com. Check all those places out because they, they have lots of stuff. You know what? Um, we, we definitely should talk about running songs. I love running songs. I, What's your number one running song? I do... Oh, that's pretty hard. I personally cannot come up with my number one, but I like running songs that are probably different than what people would... If you knew me, you'd probably not expect these of me. But I like running songs that usually are very fast-paced. Um, they're usually 140 beats per minute or more. Mm-hmm. So I guess my top... Four are um, one is by Lincoln Park. It's called "Bleed It Out." I don't know what the song is about, but it gets you it going. gets you going. Um, number two is by Fort Minor. It's called "Remember the Name," 
And number three is Black Eyed Peas, Pump It. And then... Now, see, okay. Okay. Pump It... (laughs) Uh, I like um, I like their second version of Pump It, not not their first one, the remix one. Um, Pump It Harder, Pump It More. What is it? I think it's Pump It Harder. Pump It Harder. I think that one really. I, I would go with Pump It Harder than um, Pump It. But yes, go on. I'm sorry. And then, <laughs> and then my fourth one is by my favorite Beyonce get me bodied I and and you know it doesn't have to this is just my personal I've also run to very slow songs because that's just how I felt but I think for a lot of people people love like Eminem lose yourself they like Rocky um the theme from Rocky they like Survivor All American Rejects Move Along is also a popular one that's a good one um Enter the Sandman by Metallica that one works for me uh, I'm, I'm with Gina Bleed It Out by Linkin Park really gets me going and I'll put that as one of my power songs uh, a power song is one of those songs where when you're getting really tired and you need just something to push you through uh, that's where these top songs that we're talking about come from those are the songs that really get you Kanye West Stronger oh that's a good one that one actually that- a lot of Kanye West uh, from uh, a lot of well personally a lot of his old stuff older stuff from get graduation that album that's pretty good hmm uh, college registration that that album's pretty good too there's just a, actually a lot uh, and i'll put a list of some um top power songs that people have recommended or i've seen online that i like a lot of pitbull <laughs> the fighter by um christina aguilera that one and also the fighter by jim class heroes oh i do like that with one, ryan yes. tedder that one was good um stronger kelly clarkson that one's hot. Yes. That one gets you going. So there's so many songs. And you might have a song that works for you. Definitely put that on. And there's there's actually apps that can help track your time and do all these things. And if you just before the apps, if you don't feel like making a playlist, you can always go on uh, Pandora or Spotify, you know, download the app and they have plenty of stations that have um, running running music or just high beat cardio music or low beat cardio music. <laughs> Whatever your preference Whatever is. your preference. Uh, in regards to running apps, there's a ton. And a couple of ones that I used in the past and I really like, one of my favorites is the Nike Plus app. It's there for... Apple and Android, and it is great because you can customize it to the type of road you're running on, whether it's the treadmill, outside, the beach, um, road running, trail running, and then it'll, it has a GPS on there, so it accurately tells you how much you've run, and then it will also tell you how many calories you've burned because you can put in your own personal stats, your height, your weight, and all of that good stuff. Uh, so Nike Plus is one, of, and it's free. We always love a free app here. Yes. And <laughs> that is one of the best ones. Another really, really good one is called the Couch to 5K, which is probably a great one for beginning runners. It's a great one for runners who haven't run in a while or are just trying to get back into it. And so it tells you each day how much you can, how much to run, and then kind of does an interval type of running uh 
running things so that you know, okay, I'm going to run for 90 minutes, 90 seconds, whoa, 90 minutes, <laughs> um, for 90 seconds, and then you're going to walk for 30 seconds, going. right? Keep and then going. it's a great, it's a great way of building yourself back into running a 5k. Yeah. Um, run keeper is another one. Um, map my run is another one. Uh, there's so many, just ch- check online. And it's not that you need these. Um, but they're helpful. They're helpful. The other thing that's helpful is running with someone, getting a friend to run with you. Or if you run by yourself, things like Nike Plus or RunKeeper, they have an online portion where you can kind of challenge your friends or make new friends um, that you can run with. And there's running clubs you can join. Right. And that's the thing. The great thing about running. One, I always find it to be one of the reasons why I like it so much is because it's very very easy to have access to. All I need is really a pair of running shoes. Um, I mean, the gear comes later in terms of the clothes, but everyone has gym clothes at home. So really, it's just running shoes, and I can do it anywhere. You can be anywhere and just run. Um, and I usually like running by myself, but I also love it when people like to come running with me. Uh, because you can talk and you can have fun, but you can also listen to your music at the same time. It's just very relaxing and, and something you should check out. But And you can also, I would suggest if you are beginning to starting to run, uh, like Amy said, there are running societies. So our local, our local county has a running society and they go running every Saturday at 7 a.m. And so it's a great way to just get into it. If you're shy about running or not sure if you want to do it by yourself, there are always people that are looking to run. Yeah. And all the resources that we're talking about, um, like Runner's World or Active.com and all that, they'll be on the site for you to check out. All those resources have links or, or ways to find running clubs or organizations you can run with or kind of learn about um, and help you with. And if you want, you can also be like me where I do this Probably not so smart thing where I just I just sign up for races that are two months away and it kind of pushes me to train myself because one big thing is that you can never, ever cram for a race. You can't sign up for a race this weekend and just expect to be able to do it because you can really injure yourself. Please don't do that. Don't sign up for a marathon, a five, well, maybe a 5K if you've been running, but try not to sign up for like a marathon, a half marathon, a 10K. But if you want to motivate yourself, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sign up for them, but don't sign up for them the week before. Right. And then expect to not hurt yourself. Correct. Because you will. Yes. Yeah. So um, I, th- I think one thing that we have not mentioned throughout this that is key, hydration. Water is your friend. Water is definitely your friend. There is a way to, you kind of figure out, you'll figure out when you start running how to listen to your body when you're thirsty. You don't want to go straight out and drink a ton of water, but you also don't want to not drink any water because you might uh, dehydrate. And with that being said, you also, I would suggest finding ways to, um, like learning different running foods. Um, I don't like to eat before I run because I get a little bit sick, but if it's a, a long run, then I sometimes like to eat a banana 
beforehand or peanut butter whereas for me i banana and peanut butter (laughs) or both yes Uh, whereas for me i need to have a little something before i run so you you learn your amy likes to eat a steak before she runs (laughs) a big juicy steak just kidding don't do that don't do that i know let us know how it goes don't do that on the next no don't do that that. i'm gonna get emails where people like i tried it and it was not a good idea all right let me know yeah okay yeah you can tweet gina at heidaka.com or no heidaka on twitter you can let her know there yes and don't be offended if i don't write back because i don't always check my twitter she's not very good with the social media really but that's for another podcast (laughs) um so gina you have any last thoughts for people anything you would like to give them if you have one thing to say to someone who was thinking about running what would you say just oh you were gonna do it (laughs) i would say i hate to take from our friends at nike and if you would like to sponsor amy J. I'm sure she wouldn't mind. (laughs) But really, just do it. Because the more you think about it, the more you might hype yourself out of it, if that actually makes sense. But I would say just go and do it. You might feel terrible while you're doing it. But when you finish, that feeling is something that I wish I could just bottle up and hold on to. I think running is one of... I might not always be consistent... And there have been times where I've cheated on running and gone to boot camps and gone to the elliptical. And I've always come back to running. It is one of my true loves. So just have fun with it and just keep pushing yourself. And always have a good playlist and good running shoes. This is more than one last thought. (laughs) Let me wrap it up before Gina keeps going. Um, I could talk about running all day. I will say that. But yes, I won't. She won't. Uh, the point is, this is just another way for you to make moves. So definitely, definitely don't let anyone or anything stop you, with doctor's permission, from running. Uh, it's something, don't, don't let anybody talk you out of it. Don't overthink it. Just get out, put one foot in front of the other, and do your best. And whatever you do, know that it's better than what you didn't do before. Okay? So thanks for listening, and we will catch you guys on the flip side. Peace. Bye. And there you have it. That was Gina J of the J family, our youngest and our runner. And hopefully uh, you guys learned something from this podcast, a little bit about running. As always, everything or most of what we talked about, all the links mentioned will be on the website. You can find the podcast at iTunes, Stitcher, Libsyn. Uh, feel free to leave a rating. Feel free to leave some feedback, whatever you want to do. And just a reminder... It's not too late to finish any resolutions you may have put off. Or, even if it's too late, make some steps towards it. Better a little bit than none, right? So, make some moves, stay warm, and we will catch you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Or leave a comment on her website, ChasingDreamsHQ.com. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing.